0: with you on Afropop Worldwide from PRI Public Radio International. What do an Italian-American lawyer, a Dominican flautist, a virtuosic Jewish pianist, and a New and bad boy trombonist from the Bronx have in common? <laughs> well, they came together to create the earth-shaking Latin dance music known as Salsa right here in New York City through a little record label named Fania. In 2014, Fania celebrated 50 years in the music business. On today's program, we'll be hearing classic tracks from the mid-1960s to the early 80s, a period when Fania made Latin music history, dominating the industry. There's no way to sample all the great albums Fania has released or even listen to all the important artists that fall under the Fania umbrella in just one hour. So well, we'll focus on a few core artists and key moments and hear from some of the principal players in this amazing history. Plus, we'll tell you a few Afropop-centric stories along the way.
1: Qui mandia, compañia? Pero que te qui mandia? Pero que te qui mandia, compañia? Pero que te qui mandia? Este frita cro cro, compañia. Este frítemi cro cro. Este frítemi cro cro, compañia.
0: I was an old Cuban son, Fania Funke, reinvented by Dominican Flores, Johnny Pacheco, the man. su Nuevo Tumbao on the very first album released by Fania Records. Georges Colinet with you on Fania at 50 from Afropop Worldwide.
2: Fania started in 1964. It started in anger actually because Johnny Pacheco was annoyed with Alegre Records. He was not happy. So out of revenge, retribution, anger, um, I'll get you, he resigned from Alegre, and with his divorce attorney, Jerry, who had gone to Cuba, who knew about the music, they formed funding.
0: That was Aurora Flores.
2: A communicator, band leader, composer, writer, activist, an original barrio girl. <laughs> She
0: tells us that when Pacheco and Jerry Masucci started Fania Records, it was just a small DIY operation, trying to compete with the more established Latin music labels, like Alegre and Tico.
2: Of course, the first records were Johnny Pacheco, but then, at that time, Larry Harlow was playing at Che Jose. He was already carving out a name for himself as this Jewish kid with clave who could play and had a kick-ass band. He had gone to Cuba, he had original Cuban recordings, so he had a key.
3: Hi, this is Larry Harlow, El Judio Maravilloso. The Marvelous Jew, what a great moniker. One day a guy comes into the club and he goes, my name is Yemi He used to talk, I know nose like that, you know, and I got a record label and I'd like to record your band, and I got to send my music director down to check out your band.
0: Well, Pacheco already knew Harlow, so he signed him right away. Harlow's first album came out in 1965.
3: It was called heavy Smoking. It was very uh, prolific stuff and it was all there were a lot of songs based on Beatle changes. She loves you, yeah, yeah. You know, don 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 don
1: Un poquitito,
4: un poquitito más, mira que se va a acabar, y no hay tiempo
1: que perder, tú verás que es gozar Y tú verás que bien rico, rico de verdad. Y tú
5: verás que
4: bien rico, rico de verdad, yo te digo a Mimón tú no salamero, échate para
0: Ah yes, La Juventud from Orquesta Harlow. Those were the good old days. Meanwhile, across town in the South Bronx, a rough, raw sound was rising from the streets—or more accurately, from the public high school playgrounds.
1: (laughs)
3: We did a 45 first. Something about El Barrio, Willy Colón as loco. We were sharp, we had uniforms, we had a manager, and we, we had a lot of charisma.
0: That's Niki Marrero, who played timbales on Willy Colón's first records, and went on to become one of the most sought after percussionists in salsa, and one of the busiest studio musicians for Fania.
3: My mother was, a, uh, she's the one that, that signed uh, Local 802 Musicians Union for all of us because we were too young because of the cabaret law.
2: Oh yeah, so we, have, we had uh, makeshift mustaches and stuff like that.
0: Aurora Flores.
2: It was a, a high school band. They didn't sound great, but they were all young. And they had catchy little ditties and they had a following. And once they got Hector, Hector, Hector was a musician.
0: Masucci quickly signed Willy Colon with his new singer from Puerto Rico, Hector Laveau, and their album did wonders for the new label. So let's listen to one of their early hits, El Malo, which promoted Willie's juvenile bad boy persona and helped popularize those blasting trombones. That was El Malo from Willie Colon in 1967. Well, compare that brash barrio sound with Pacheco's two-trumpet Cuban conjunto style from that same year.
1: Soy hijo no de Cibonet, Indiana. Óyeme cantar. Soy hijo no de Cibonet, Indiana. Óyeme cantar. Y como se si adora el sol, así se si adora la luna. Y como se si adora el sol, así se si adora la luna.
0: As the embargo deepened the divide between the United States and Cuba, some artists, especially Johnny Pacheco and Larry Harlow, drew more and more heavily on the traditional styles and repertoires of Cuban artists, like La Sonora Matancera, Orquesta Aragón, and Arsenio Rodriguez. At the same time, artists like Willy Colon and Eddie Palmieri continued to push the boundaries of the music further towards rock, jazz, and orchestral music without losing the essential clave, the style's rhythmic backbone. The music that was created in that dance space between the traditional and the experimental in New York came to be called Salsa. While Fania's roster continued to grow, things didn't really pick up for the label until 1971. Larry Harlow.
3: I had an idea. I said, why don't we take all these band leaders and make a super band? So that became the Fania All-Stars.
0: On August 26, 1971, Fania brought all their stars together at the high-end Cheetah Club. The lineup included popular singers, Joe Feliciano, Pete El Conde Rodriguez, Justo Betancourt, Hector Laveau, Ismael Miranda, Santos Colon, and more. And an excellent band directed by Johnny Pacheco, including Larry Harlow on piano, arranger and bassist Bobby Valentin, Willie Colon in the trombone section, on Congas, Ray Barreto, Roberto Buena on Bongo. Man, what a night. It was immortalized in a film. Our Latin thing, Nuestra Cosa. The night
3: at the cheetah that we did the movie was a, a night that can never be duplicated. Ego, left the egos in the dressing room, and everybody got up and got up to kill, you know? What you see in the movie is only half of what they sang. He thought they two went for 47 minutes, one song. And they went around and around with the inspirations trying to kill the next guy, you know?
0: Figuratively, of course. Larry Hollow is referring to the tradition of singers improvising verses to a standard chorus in a competitive way, a vocal art that can be traced back to Spain. Uh It was also the triumphant return of Cheo Feliciano to New York. The former singer for Cuba had just spent a few years in rehab in Puerto Rico. Cheo passed away in April 2014 in a car crash, and he is sorely missed by old Salsa fans. So let's enjoy his stellar performance of Anacaona from that legendary night.
4: Anacaona, India <laughs> de raza cautiva Anacaona, de la región primitiva Anacaona, india, india de raza cautiva sí. Ay, Anacaona, de la región primitiva Anacaona, oí tu voz, cómo lloró, cuánto gimió Anacaona, oí la voz, de tu angustiado corazón Tu libertad nunca llegó De, 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 India, de raza cautiva Anacaona Anacaona Ana de la región primitiva Anacaona India India de raza cautiva Anacaona de la región primitiva ¡Anda!
0: Feliciano singing Anacauna, live at the Cheetah Club with the Fania All-Stars.
2: Over 2,000 people showed up. It was a historic thing, and they filmed it. And once that film came out, it catapulted the music into an international public, an international scene. Prior to that, the records were selling, but they were selling what? 5, 10, 20,000 units. After that, records started selling 50,000, 100,000.
0: Let's listen to some of those hit records. Here's the Cuban singer Justo Betancourt, the first singer to sign a solo contract with Fania and a member of the All-Stars. Pa, bravo yo, yo
1: que soy mulato oscuro, tengo la mente en mi sitio. y estoy bueno de esa... que tengo sentimiento, tengo sangre de africano y canto con gran virtud Va bravo yo, yo que sé lo que es la tumba, él se encerró mi sentimiento Hablaba yo. Hablaba yo. No te equivoques Acuérdate que el bravo soy yo Permíteme aplaudir la forma
0: That smoking track, Pa Bravo Yo, sung by Justo Betancourt, was produced by Larry Harlow. As one of the chief producers for Fania, Harlow also co produced the films and hundreds of albums, including his own excellent work with singer Ismael Miranda. Here's their hit, Senor Sereno, from
1: 1972. la
0: Halo and Ismael Miranda. Hey, visit Afropop.org for more of our candid interview with Larry Howlow. And don't forget to sign up for the Afropop podcast. I'm Josh Colinet, and you're listening to Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. Man, there's a lot of great music out there, but not much of it cooks like salsa from the '70s. Let's hear some more, okay? Here's Willie Colon and Hector Lavoe from 1972
1: crucé para verte a ti Nada fue la distancia con mi loca esperanza de Que sí. Mira cómo te encontré convertida en mala maña no hace falta ni saber por qué te llaman piraña Ay me dirás que me quieres que por mí tú te mueres uh,
0: in the early 70s, Fania developed a divisive strategy of offering singers solo contracts, enticing them to leave their established orchestras and become band leaders. Why? Well, pure economics. Fania doubled the number of artists on their roster overnight.
2: Then everybody started believing their own hype. So all of this started creating discontent and mutiny and people, you know, entire musicians walking out on an entire band leader and all this was going on.
0: When Ismael Miranda left Orquesta Harlow, his first hit was Así se compone un son. This is how you compose a son. It was a musical recipe for sabor. Para
1: componer un son Se necesita un motivo Y un tema constructivo Y también inspiración Cuando tengas el motivo Aplícalo con el tema
0: Laveau went solo next, but mostly in name, since Willie continued producing Hector's albums with more and more creativity each year. Throughout the 1970s, Hector Laveau was the leading voice of Salsa, the people's choice, and in many ways, he retains that position since his death in 1993. That song, El Cantante, which speaks of the challenges of being a popular singer, was composed by a young Panamanian, Ruben Blades. We will be hearing more from him later. When half of Re Barreto's band left him to form La Tipica 73, Barreto responded with one of his strongest albums yet, Indestructible.
1: Cuando en la vida se sufre una herida Porque se pierde sangre querida En ese momento coge el destino en tu mano Echa adelante mi hermano por la ayuda de nueva sangre Cuando en el alma se siente un dolor Por la traición que te rinde un En ese momento
0: Henry for his part, had bigger and better plans for life after Miranda. He wrote a salsa opera, Omi, loosely based on The Who's Tommy, featuring a full orchestra and introducing one of the greatest Cuban singers of the previous era, Celia Cruz, to Salsa fans.
2: Omi, yo soy tu
1: gracia divina.
0: Flores remembers the debut concert at Carnegie
2: Hall. And when she appeared on that stage in 1973, and I think she had this Daishiki on, and she had an afro, and it was like she was a queen. And she was rebooted into a whole new generation. My generation. She was immediately signed to Fania right after that.
0: Back to Celia in a minute. But first, West African music is inherently part of salsa music. Afro Cuban and Afro Puerto Rican traditions. However, you might be surprised to learn that there are a few instances of more direct musical connection between Fania artists and African music and musicians. For example, the song we are listening to, Che Che Cole, is an adaptation of a Ghanaian children's song made famous by Willy Colon. <laughs> The Fania All-Stars collaborated with the legendary saxman, man, my fellow Cameroonian and friend Manu DiBongo. Let's listen to Congo Bongo, live at Yankee Stadium in 1973, featuring a scorching tenor solo by Manu. Mm, Manu Di Bongo. Well, then in 1974, the Fania All Stars visited Kinshasa for the Zaire 74 Music Festival. For three nights of concerts featuring the hottest African and African American bands.
3: There was uh, all these artists like James Brown, the Pointer Sisters, the Spinners. Everybody owned the only Latin
0: salsa band, the Fania All Stars. That's Nicky Marrero again. Who toured and recorded with the Fania All Stars for many years? The country was very uh,
3: rewarding. They were expecting to see us. Manu De Bango was with us, uh, all the members of Fania All Stars, the Celia Cruz also, who were in, in the stadium, the uh, soccer stadium. It it's like 100,000 people. And I was, I was astonished
0: to see that. <laughs> In Kinshasa with the Fania All Stars. Through the 1970s, Fania continued expanding, buying up other labels, including former competitors like Tico and Alegre, and small labels like Cotique, widening their monopoly on the market and adding new established artists to their roster, such as El Sonero Mayor, Ismael Rivera, who already had a career since his youth, with Cortijo y su combo in Puerto Rico in the 50s. He continued to produce excellent, relevant music under a new contract with Fania Records. Here's Milo with Las Caras Lindas, a powerful, proud tribute to the black race, written by Tite Curet Alonso, an amazing composer who wrote for many Fania artists.
6: de la bien linda Esa sí que es linda
0: Wow, check out how Milo matches that crest solo. That's something special. During the mid 70s, salsa was so popular that most musicians signed to Fania were able to make a decent living for their performances and recordings. However, well, on the business side of things, there were some problems. Here's Larry Harlow.
3: Royalties never saw the real deal. He had 10 sets of books. He owned his own pressing plant. So how do you know how many records he pressed? So I sue him and he sues me. You know, and we finally settled out of court and I wound up with a house and a Poconos and a brand new car and another 60, 70,000 royalties. And so he hated me because I I was the troublemaker. I was the guy that caused all the trouble. It was like a love-hate relationship, you know. He hated me and I loved him. I mean, think about it. Without Masucci and without Fania, who knew where my career would have went? I mean, they did a lot for the Latin music business. And we had a good 10, 12 year run. Mm.
0: By the late 70s and early 80s, the bottom began to fall out of the salsa industry. Disco was taking over the airwaves and the dance floors. The Fania all-stars were trying to make lamentable crossover albums with CBS records. And Jerry Masucci had just about had enough and was about to call it quits. But before we call it quits and dance off into the night, there is one figure of the salsa boom that we must not overlook.
5: Ella era una chica plástica, de esas que veo por ahí. De esas que cuando se agitan, sudan Chanel number three. Que sueñan casarse con un doctor, pues él puede mantenerlas mejor. No le hablan a nadie si no es su igual, a menos que sea fulano de tal. Son lindas, delgadas, de buen vestir, de mirada esquiva y falso reír.
0: In the late 1970s, Ruben Blades, a young Panamanian composer, singer and guitarist, became the last true star of Fania Records. He had been around for a number of years, on the sidelines, working in the mailroom of Fania, while composing and singing for a number of artists, including Pete Rodriguez Rebaletto and the Fania All-Stars. But it wasn't until Ruben started making albums with Willy Colon that the public began to appreciate his unique style of political storytelling songs, which some people call conscious salsa. Ruben and Willie's 1978 album Siembra was the best-selling salsa album to date. Pedro Navaja, a highly unique story song from that album, is an all-time classic.
5: Nadie lloro Solo un borracho con los dos muertos se tropezó Cogió el revólver, el puñal, los pesos y se marchó Y tropezando se fue cantando desafinado El coro que aquí les traje y da el mensaje de mi canción La vida te da sorpresa, sorpresa te da la vida, ay Dios La vida ay, pedro navaja, matón de esquina. Quien a hierro mata, a hierro termina. La vida te da sorpresas,
1: sorpresas te da la vida.
5: Maleante pecador, balanzo lo que tiraste en vez de una sardina, un tiburón. martillo del cielo te en los clavos. La vida te da sorpresas,
1: sorpresas,
5: te da la vida. En barrio de guapo, cuidado en la acera, cuidado que el que no corre vuela. La vida te da sorpresas,
1: sorpresas,
5: te da la vida. Ay Dios. Como en una novela de Kafka, el borracho dobló por el callejón. La vida te da. En la ciudad de Nueva York, dos personas fueron encontradas muertas Esta madrugada, los
0: cuerpos y vida de Pedro Vargas Wow, that was Pedro Navarra, by Ruben Blades, with Willy Colon. So, what, you might ask, became of Fania Records. When Masucci passed away, the catalogue changed owner multiple times and is currently owned by the Kodigo Group, who has made some attempts at relaunching the brand, by releasing compilations, reissuing classic albums, signing DJs and promoting concerts, well, with mixed results.
2: I really don't know what to say. It's been very disappointing. I think many of us thought that there would be a real merger between the built-in audience, the old-school salseros, and a bridge to new audiences. And it hasn't happened.
0: Perhaps the best is yet to come? But for now, we leave you with plenty more salsa history to dig into. Check out our website and be sure to listen to our podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. Support for Afropop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Humanities, the National Endowment for the Arts that believes a great nation deserves great art, and PRI, Public Radio International, affiliate stations around the U.S. And thank you for supporting your public radio station. Special thanks to Aurora Flores for our help with this program, and look out for her forthcoming biography of Larry Harlow. We would like to dedicate this program to the memory of Ceo Feliciano and Milton Cardona, two excellent musicians who passed away. Visit Afropop.org for interviews, audio and video playlists, and more. My Afropop partner is Sean Barlow. Sean produces our program for World Music Productions. Research and production for this program by Morgan Greenstreet. And join us next week for another edition of Afropop Worldwide. Our chief audio engineer and co-producer is Michael Jones. Additional engineering by Mike Kaplan and Stephanie Lebeau. Banning Air and C.C. Smith edit our website afropop.org. Our director of new media is Akornifa Achia. And I'm your humble African, Georges Collinet.
3: Hi, this is Larry Harlow, El Judio Maravilloso from the Funny All-Stars. You're listening to Afro Pop Worldwide. Sigue para
1: PRI, Public Radio International.